This episode of the Columbia Basin Herald Studio Basin Podcast is brought to you by the Moses Lake Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber works to help businesses in and around Moses Lake flourish through networking opportunities, member-to-member savings for products and services, and connecting businesses with the resources they need to make Moses Lake a wonderful place to live, work, and play. For more information, visit moseslake.com or call the Chamber at 509-765-7888. Again, that's 509-765-7888. Hi, everybody. My name is Ian Bavona. I'm the sports reporter here with the Columbia Basin Herald. we got a solo episode for you all today. Uh, a lot of our reporters are running around covering uh, things at the Othello Fair, so we're a bit tied up. But I uh, wanted to jump into the studio with today to go over our fall sports preview uh, that came out in Friday's edition, September 15th of the Columbia Basin Herald where we go over uh, kind of previewing the upcoming fall sports, even though it started a couple weeks ago, but uh, give you guys a look at some of the, the teams around the area. So I'm just going to do a quick run through, kind of look at the topics that were covered in each story. And if you're interested in reading more about each school, you can uh, check out ColumbiaBasinHerald.com or stop by the office and pick up a copy of the paper. So starting off, uh, obviously we had our gridiron guide, so all these stories are focused on cross-country, girls' soccer, and volleyball for the other fall sports going around here in the basin. Uh, we'll go alphabetically, so starting off up in Cooley City at Elmira Cooley Heartline, uh, the Warrior Volleyball team is aiming for their first state berth since 2019. They're returning a very strong uh, core of starters, including five seniors, and that uh, kind of paves the way for experience with each other on the courts as well kind of setting the example for the younger athletes on the roster according to head coach Katie Walsh. So I'm excited to see what the Warriors can do this fall. Um, Up in Afreda, both the boys and girls cross country teams are competing in a very strong Central Washington Athletic Conference. This year, it's uncertain at the time whether they're gonna combine with the Greater Spokane League uh, for that uh, regional meet where they combine the state berths. Um, That'll be determined later according to Afreda cross country coach Lindsey Roberts. But as of right now, there's only two state bursts in the CWAC up for grabs. Uh, the Afraid of Boys cross-country team made it to state last year uh, with the third bid or third berth when they combined with the GSL and the Afraid of Girls cross-country team narrowly missed out placing fourth. So uh, Robert said it's going to be tough to break through among those uh, those top teams in the CWAC, but uh, he, has, uh, he has good faith in them. Uh, the Afraid of Boys cross-country team returned five of the six runners who competed at state last year. So... Always nice to have that leadership as well. For Moses Lake Volleyball, uh, they're looking to make a statement, uh, head coach Crystal Trammell said. Um, they're bringing back a very strong group of seniors who have a lot of experience playing with each other. And not just seniors, but a lot of upperclassmen on the Maverick roster this season. Eight of the 12 players on that roster are seniors and juniors. So Moses Lake is coming off a 79 season. Uh, and they're kind of looking to take those uh, positives from last year, build off them here in 2023. This is Trammell's second year as head coach of the Mavericks. And last year was kind of about creating a strong culture where everyone's there supporting each other. And now this year is kind of where they hope to reap the benefits. Also Moses Lake at Moses Lake Christian Academy and Covenant Christian School for their volleyball team. They made it to state last year in the 1B state tournament. Uh, but it's a very different roster this year. Very new look team. There's only one returning contributor um, and a lot of uh, eighth graders and freshmen. I think it's 10 of the 17 players on their roster, either eighth graders or ninth graders. So it's going to be a growing year for them. But uh, head coach Dean Spurbeck said it's all about these early games of the season, just kind of figuring out everyone's roles, uh, kind of just playing the game and figuring out how everyone's going to look this year. 
down in Othello, uh, they have a new girls soccer coach. His name is Victor Kiros. Um, he said that this year's roster has a very strong sense of team chemistry, which obviously has multiple benefits, not even, not just on the field, but also off the field and supporting one another and all that good stuff. Um, that team is being led by seven seniors. Uh, it's not very often where you have seven seniors starting on this, a team, on a girls soccer team, so it's really cool to see, and I'm excited to see how they do throughout the course of the year. I know they started three and one and uh, had some really high scoring games to begin the year. So might be a team to watch out of the CWAC. Quincy, they also have a new girls soccer coach. Her name's Kim Avalos. Uh, her focus is really just on the team first aspect. It's not just one player out there on the field. It's about everyone combining together and uh, making an effort out there, um, setting up passes, you know, all that. Um, just getting everyone involved in the game. Over in Soap Blake, they also have a young roster but they do, it's a young roster in terms of a lot of 10th graders on the team. So they have that year of experience from when they were freshmen. Didn't lose too many players. I think they only lost two seniors from last year. Uh, so they're looking to make a run in the Central Washington B tournament after losing to Wilson Creek in the second round last year. For Walloop girls soccer, um, similar, very new team. I think it's seven seniors who graduated off of last year's roster. Last year was about replacing the uh, the strong defense that they lost this year is about replacing a lot of other positions. Uh, their head coach, Sele Lopez, he said when they played Wapato earlier this week, they started seven freshmen. So that's kind of how it's going for them. Um, but yeah, uh, these early games of the year, these non-conference games, they're really big and kind of getting the new players, all of the uh, freshmen and sophomores who didn't get a lot of playing time last year. Um, it's about getting them acclimated to the varsity level and uh, getting that competition, kind of taste of competition without the pressure of uh, playing a league game. So, um, and they think they believe they start league games next week on Thursday against Royals. So they got uh, quite a matchup for their first one this year. For the Warden Cougar volleyball team, uh, this year they're aiming for a state push after falling in districts. Uh, they won 10 and eight, 11 and eight last year, 10 and six in the regular season. Uh, their head coach, Shauna Galladay, was mentioning how this year's senior class is a very talented athletically group um, and how they all, a lot of them are two to three sport athletes. They've been a part of successful Warden teams in uh, basketball and softball, and they're hoping to bring that over to the volleyball program and make a state uh, a push for state. They're playing in a very strong Eastern Washington Athletic Conference, she mentioned. So if you're interested in reading more about that, check out the story on the Cougars. And then finally for Wilson Creek, Wilson Creek narrowly missed out on state. They uh, fell in the Constellation Finals of the Central Washington B uh, League Tournament last year. They're bringing back a lot of their players. Uh, it's, an even, it's a bigger roster this year, too. They only had eight players on the roster. Now they have 10. Their head coach, Krista Christofferson, was saying how it just allows her to allow players to get breaks uh, so they're not too overworked throughout a, a long season. So. And we will have stories on Lynn Ritzville Sprague and Royal coming up. But uh, yeah, it's going to do it for our bit of our uh, fall sports preview episode. Um, and we'll be back next week with a full episode of, of the Studio Basin podcast and uh, coverage of the FL Fair as well. So yeah, thanks for tuning in this episode, y'all. The Studio Basin podcast is produced by the Columbia Basin Herald, a local newspaper serving Grant and Adams counties in Washington State. Our publisher is Clint Schroeder and our regional general manager is Bob Richardson. Our managing editor is Rob Miller, and our reporting staff consists of senior reporter Cheryl Schweitzer, staff writer and paginator Joel Martin, sports reporter Ian Bavona, that's me, 
and staff writer Gabriel Davis. The Columbia Basin Herald is published five days a week in print and online. The paper's website is www.columbiabasinherald.com. To provide feedback on the paper or the podcast, please email us at editor at columbiabasinherald.com. All right, thanks again, y'all, and uh, we'll catch you with a full episode next week.